0: The fourth will be with you, always. Oh
1: gosh, we're starting off.
0: <laughs> Happy Star Wars Day, Rachel.
1: Happy Star Wars Day, Cameron. Technically, I we don't. Bo- we both wear our Star Wars shirts.
0: Yeah, uh, you've got a one that says "That's Darth that Vader." Says heavy breathing, <laughs> and I've got a a cut a button up shirt that uh, has X wings and and uh millennium falcons on the it. millennium falcon um i think that technically today's not star wars day it's just may the fourth be with you i think technically may 25th is star wars day because that's the day the original movie was released
1: In Revenge of the sith
0: mm-hmm. yeah so both yeah and so
1: i don't know star wars has definitely been like happy holidays uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well typically this is the part where i would say it's wednesday night and we're in rachel's apartment but it's not rachel's i mean it is rachel's apartment <laughs> but it's not wednesday where I messed it up. We? <laughs> we uh it's thursday night but it is star wars day and it is we are in rachel's apartment and it is Star Former's night we even did watch some transformers we, tonight
1: we did we're probably
0: not going to talk about it we'll talk about it a little bit probably we got some we, had some, we had some
1: good quotes from cameron
0: but we won't go into super depth about it we've got no a, a, it's
1: just a fun episode
0: because after episode 16 of the podcast being the first ever transformers episode we're back to star wars again right away <laughs> we had one week off but uh you did mention it's a holiday and what's a holiday rachel without gifts so i got you a gift rachel oh
1: you're gonna make me do this oh
0: open it <laughs> open it on pod oh, on no. cast i mean Here. on mic <laughs> oh, that was aggressive
1: are you kidding me where did you find
0: this i just was at the grocery store and i always feel compelled to look through the toys at grocery stores and it was the last one and i thought you would enjoy it what is it thank
1: you it is a hot wheels a character car of wrecker it is a sick boy
0: yeah it's like a truck
1: heavy yeah with it's like a gun in the back well thank you you're
0: very welcome i thought it would be fun to celebrate this holiday with a gift
1: i don't have anything no that's okay
0: <laughs> rachel that is totally okay you're uh you putting up with me on this podcast for this entire year is enough of a gift
1: <laughs> this is my payment
0: <laughs> well oh, thank you um i'm gonna take it to work good yeah oh yeah you've got you, you've got a lot of different stories that one's probably one you could quickly tell if you wanted to but uh today we will be talking about the first three episodes of well you had a story there's a funny little thing about pop figures that is kind of relevant. But because uh, the, re- the connection there being, if you take it to work, you have a collection of I things have even in your more office. Things. But um, today we'll be talking about the first three episodes of Star Wars Visions Volume 2, mm-hmm. which released today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's nine episodes total. So will also be the next two episodes of this podcast, will be the next six parts yep. of Star Wars Visions. And if you don't, well, we'll get into that in a second. But before our topic for the day, we will uh, talk about. I forgot to finish the, the intro. For anyone that's a new listener on this episode, <laughs> welcome to Rebels and Robots. It's a podcast where we talk about Star Wars and Transformers. I'm Cameron. I'm Rachel. And uh, before we get into our subject, we always talk about any news, any recent thoughts, any updates from last week's episode, anything that's happened in the last seven days since we last podcasted, eight days this time. Yes, what I should
1: have a decent amount of news. Um, I feel like the biggest one. So, today, on May 4th, Carrie Fisher received her Hollywood star of fame. Her Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. So, Mm -hmm. um, I know Mark Hamill was there to speak. Yes. Um, Her daughter, uh, Billy Lord, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Was there to kind of accept it in her honor, wearing a dress with Princess Leia on it. Yeah, I saw Um, that. Very cute. So, very excited for our princess to, you know while C did i say that right post 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 hominus
0: that's that's not right post it's close to that anyways
1: <laughs> someone's <laughs> gonna correct us i know it anyways um a little sad that she's not here to see it and receive it but it's a great honor for her i know she would have been thrilled and would have been roasting everyone there in existence <laughs> so that was exciting um you have any news? Posthumous.
0: There it is. Posthumous. Okay, I was close. <laughs> you were closer than I was. mine was, was pretty far off. Um. Well, if that's the biggest news in Star Wars from the last week, the I biggest. Have, I have a lot. The biggest news from Transformers last. The dude, so much happened in Transformers last Thursday. I was so mad. It was the day after we podcasted, so we're a week late <laughs> on a lot of stuff. Um. They announced formally, really announced the next Transformers movie which yes. is which we've known about before but this was like a we've got a title and a cast and a plot description so transformers it's called transformers one, one. which is very hard to google because it's already a transformers film <laughs> and it would just get Look, results we never, for that. we never said they were good at naming things mm-hmm. and so we got a cast and a, i mean the plot description is effectively what we talked about last week which is it's a young optimus prime and megatron on cybertron um and so it's it's effectively um a prequel i mean it is definitely a prequel but it's effectively like a x-men first class style um and i'm trying to bring up the cast here i almost have it so we've got as megatron chris and this is an animated film so these all voices no you're not going to see these actors in costume as unfortunately um chris hemsworth aka thor as optimus prime but now what is his original name
1: orion Pax.
0: yeah so that's probably going to be what he is referred to as we well, have
1: if they're smart they should
0: uh-huh if it's <laughs> it fits into the loose canon of this world
1: you're a loose canon.
0: Uh, oh thank you <laughs> and then um as megatron we have brian tyree henry who um i if i'm correct on this i mean he i always remember him from being from eternals he's
1: from Bullet train? He's
0: in Bullet Train. Um he's in Godzilla vs. Kong. Is he the podcaster? Oh my gosh, is he? <laughs> yes.
1: Oh man. Anytime
0: there's podcasters in movies, it's very funny to Look, me.
1: Look, I've I think I've seen Godzilla vs. Kong once, Same. maybe twice. Mm-hmm. I've seen King of the Monsters an uncountable amount of
0: times. But as far as voice acting, um he is Miles morales's dad in Spider Man into the Spider-Verse.
1: Oh, that's promising. Which is a
0: phenomenal voice performance yeah so good
1: i would not have guessed
0: that yeah and he's also in the movies if beale street could talk and widows mm. so he's got a pretty decent track record i don't know him super well but um you know so that's, um, i mean that's almost better is it is a voice you don't recognize mm-hmm. it's, like Hemsworth? is probably gonna be really distracting <sighs> though he doesn't have the most distinct voice in the world but I guess we'll see.
1: What did I send you? I think I sent you a screenshot when I found out I was very uh-huh. upset.
0: We both... Uh, so you sent it to me. I saw it. No, you sent it to me. You When you sent it to me is the first time I saw it, actually. And I assumed it was a joke and I Google searched it, and it was real. And I told you I had to Google search it, thinking it was fake. And you thought that was me telling you it was fake. <laughs> was and you're like, "Oh, good." <laughs> uh, the, but
1: the picture I sent, my, the reaction picture I sent you, it was pretty. Oh. It. It was pretty
0: <laughs> 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 you want to describe that? <laughs>
1: it's a picture, a screenshot from Kung Fu Panda, of Poe reading the Dragon Scroll, and it's like superimposed over the next frame where he's like reading it and then immediately horrified. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Um, um, the rest of the cast includes Scarlett Johansson as Alita would
1: you now know who that I is I met for the first
0: time today you we'll talk her? about that in a minute <laughs> yes um, wow congrats uh, we have uh, Keegan Michael Key as Bumblebee who is most famous for being part of the uh, Key and Peele duo of uh, him and, and Jordan Peele on Comedy Central but he's done a lot of films um, they did a movie called Keanu he, I'm trying to remember what else he's done in live action. Nothing immediately coming to mind. But voice acting, he's done a lot. He was one of the two stuffed rabbits in Transformers... Not Transformers. Gosh. Toy Story 4. Hmm. Um, and he was also... I believe he voiced Toad in the new Mario Brothers <laughs> movie. And um, he's a phenomenal... Oh, and he is going to be playing a bumblebee. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't be the... But also any of these could potentially be an interesting reinvention of the character it's just whether they're distracting or not is the question and i was really hoping that this was going to be a chance for some a week ago i really thought that they might actually bring in actual voice actors for this and king and michael key has done enough voice acting that i would pretty much consider him a legitimate voice actor um he was also one of the two leads in last year's netflix stop motion film wendell and wild really good in that oh He's a voice in the live-action Pinocchio film, and he's probably the best part of that movie, which is terrible.
1: <laughs> that's not much, it's not hard to beat. Yeah.
0: He does a couple different voices in the Chippendale movies that came out last year. King and Michael Key is also in the Tran- the Hotel Transylvania sequels. Oh, um, He is, what else has he been in? He's in the newer version of Samurai Jack for an episode, that's interesting. Um, I was trying to find some more live-action stuff he'd been in. He's in the Angry Birds movie. Oh gosh. He's in a lot of cartoons. Wow. So um, Yeah, most of his live-action stuff is television, which I'm not super familiar with. He's mm-hmm. in the vacation room. He's in Tomorrow. Oh, I forgot He was in Tomorrowland <laughs> um, He's in Perch Perfect 2
1: He's in a lot of things.
0: Yeah, so um, That's a, That's probably one of the better choices in this cast and then we've got um, Let's see John Ham as sentinel prime and john Hamm is most famous for being the main character in the tv show mad men um but he's also in baby driver he's in
1: not to be mistaken for john hammond who created jurassic park
0: (laughs) no they are different people one is real one is fictional thank you for that clarification (laughs) um he was in the movie the town oh he was infamously in the movie tag uh, million Dollar Arm. Uh, he's pretty good in the TV show Good Omens. He's pretty good in Top Gun Maverick. He's the voice of Tony Stark in the uh, Hulu stop motion Marvel f- show M- Modoc. Oh. Um, he was in two episodes of The Invincible cartoons. He's done a lot more voice acting than I huh. realized. Um, 14 episodes of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's interesting. Um, he's a voice in the Disney channel show big city green which is pretty funny uh bad times at el royale he's actually pretty good in that hmm. um so yeah good actor mostly live action actor um what do you think uh, well I'll, I'll get your opinions one more is uh the one other voice actor they announced is Lawrence fishburne as alpha Tryon, who we who also, also met know. today um and we also met him last week though but this is the official introduction uh, chronologically was in the episode we we watched today um lauren fishburne i think most famous for playing morpheus in the matrix movies um he's also in the last two john wick movies he what
1: is he's, with, he's with, in a lot of keanu reeves yeah. movies
0: well the uh john wick movies are directed by the guys who like did the choreography, no, the fight choreography from the matrix uh laurence fishburne i i would guarantee he's done some voice acting before um, let's see here. He nothing is coming up. Man, he's it's he does a lot of it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff I've never a heard lot. of before. Um Live action wise, he was an Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh and I've still never seen that one. <laughs> uh he plays uh Perry White, who is the uh editor of the Daily Planet in the in the DC live mm-hmm. action universe. Well, not anymore, but because that universe has been scrapped but <laughs> uh that's a whole other podcast he's in the movie Predators he uh was in the movie 21 oh he was the voice of the silver surfer in the Fantastic 4 Rise of the Silver Surfer movie I didn't know mm. that um he's in Mission Impossible 3 Man, he's not done. The Matrix is far and away his biggest movie I thought he had been in more famous stuff he's the voice of the villain in osmosis jones which is wild no good performance actually (laughs) i actually like that performance quite a bit that's a good one um so not a ton of i would have thought he would have done more he's got an incredible voice
1: he's a one and done kind of man (laughs) i guess he knew that was his magnum opus
0: so rachel what do you think overall of this this voice cast for this uh transformers animated prequel movie
1: um i have my reservations I saw a funny comment that said this casting is what it was like to be a Mario fan when they revealed <laughs> the cast for the Mario movie, except apparently Chris Pratt actually did a good job.
0: Yeah, I actually went and saw the movie this week, and he is one of the better cast in that movie. Well, I mean, um, it's just
1: Seth Rogen playing Seth Rogen. In yes. His.
0: Yeah. Seth Rogen is okay as Donkey Kong. The, it, the movie's not... That movie in particular shows how important a good screenplay is for dialogue at least i
1: was gonna say i know nintendo had every single one of those writers in strangleholds at yeah. illumination the, saying you're gonna make a mario movie and you're not gonna do your usual <laughs> stuff
0: the dialogue I, I think it's actually a decently written film um the dialogue is very weak though mm. and so the voice actors don't have a lot to work with there's people outside we well, see we're filming or recording earlier than we normally yeah. do and there's actually people walking around children um so i guess the parallel there would be is this movie can be saved this cast a lot of people are not very excited about this cast good good screenplay good voice direction because if you look at pixar films mm-hmm. a lot of people complain about um celebrities in animated films which is a, hu- a legitimate apparently a
1: huge big complaint in like france and france right now um, what is exactly about that like hiring famous people instead of voice actors uh, supposedly the mario movie dub was
0: mm-hmm. done
1: by just like famous youtubers from france oh, no supposedly it was bad that's
0: horrible <laughs> yeah so um,
1: i guess my thing is honestly the most part for the most part i can live with all of those choices it's the chris hemsworth part that scares me and that yes. might be because Thor love and thunder has a really bitter taste Still in my mouth I just I just didn't love the film And so I think I'm gonna remain hopeful but The other part that's kind of sad about me is So Peter Cullen the The only guy who can do a good Optimus really Mm -hmm. well there's there's like A a small few but yeah It's he's the OG Uh uh the OG OP anyways (laughs) He's been pretty vocal about wanting to be a part of a project like this mm. for a long time, specifically an origin story of Optimus and Megatron. And it's just, I don't know, there's a part of me that's kind of sad that, and I I, I guess it's like, well, if they're younger, they're not going to sound the same. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how someone's going to switch in their life sounding like, chris hemsworth Mm -hmm. to peter Cullen, but anyways i think that's kind of the part i'm sad about. i just i don't know i think if it wasn't chris hemsworth at the top of the list i that's really the only one that i'm just the most hesitant about
0: yeah i I think that's totally legitimate um i'm trying i'm looking at the list of people who have played Optimus prime and um
1: the one from okay in the nicest nicest way i don't remember his name the netflix trilogy that rooster teeth made did not uh-huh. do a great job because i think he was trying too hard to be peter colin mm-hmm. it just
0: wasn't see that that would probably be the one of the bigger mistakes is trying just to do a impression of peter colin i'm really interested in a like i talked about with um someone like michael keegan key a reinterpretation of the character yeah. i think could be really interesting there's obviously going to be a good amount of editing on these voice actors to make them sound like robots and that could go a long ways in making it not sound like the actor True. in a distracting way. Um, so I guess we we'll, It's a wait and see at this point. I honestly. do have
1: a. Re- I, I. So Polygon posted an article about the casting, and so it's. I just want you to read this. Okay. I just want to read. I just want you to read this to see. <laughs> to see the article title that they opted to give about Chris Hemsworth.
0: The next Transformers movie is an origin That's story. The oh, the the. Uh, Chris Hemsworth plays young, presumably hot optimist Prime. <laughs> Lovely.
1: That's Love it. it. I just, I was like scrolling down, like, what?
0: That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: presumably? Uh huh. <laughs> Anyways, so I have other news. What do you have?
0: Uh, let's see here. I get back to my thing. Um, well,. Oh, I have a, a Star Wars prediction. It's not news. I was The rest just,
1: of my stuff is all Star Wars.
0: Um, really? I was thinking about Ahsoka. Um, someone, I was listening to a podcast and they they mentioned the Ahsoka trailer and they mentioned how these two villains in the new movie with the gray hair and the orange lightsabers. Not, sorry, not movie, new show. The Ahsoka show. Both their names are like, related to like wolf spirits or something. Yeah, yep. And so we we talked about this on the pod but when it was mentioned again my brain started thinking about in on the pod on that podcast the weekly planet they mentioned that dave flooney loves wolves
1: he does love wolves
0: and that made me remember back to rebels with the 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 the, they called loath wolves Mm -hmm. the loath wolves of, of rebels and how um one they were clearly what i love 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 about rebels is how the creatures are connected to the force so cool and um Kanan turns into one of them at the end of the show after he spoilers dies we <laughs> spoiled that Horrible many times in the podcast of spoilers <laughs> um and that made me start thinking if a Jedi can turn into one of those wolves is it possible that one can turn mm. back into human form so my depends
1: on how good at mastering force
0: ghosts yes are they uh so or bare minimum like are these force users what i don't know if they're sith or jedi or whatever these two people are in this new show uh are they somehow connected to the Loth wolves and if they are indeed Loth wolves who have like turned back into human form because they feel something is going wrong uh could kanan also Turn back cameron it, don't don't give me this hope. so I'm not this yet. that's i it's not a strong so my, my first prediction is i feel pretty strongly that these two characters are gonna be somehow connected to the loath hey
1: mayhaps do you remember where we kind of see them we see them mm-hmm. in what looks like to be the world between yep, worlds exactly so is ahsoka or someone else screwing up with the space-time continuum uh-huh. and they're like stop that uh-huh <laughs> you need to stop
0: yeah and um so if that if the, my first prediction is that they are somehow connected to loath wolves second layer prediction uh, this we we get more and more into crackhead energy here and how ridiculous these kind of get but i still i want to call it out if it does happen i want to credit for it
1: (laughs) i want this on record
0: (laughs) second layer is that they are loath wolves who turn back into human form and then the next i mean if that happens i think it's pretty possible i mean very likely if that second one happens, the third step will be we see Kanan in human form again. Oh my
1: god! Which would Friday have Prince to Jr. be Freddy Prince Jr. It has to be Freddy Prince Jr. Who's Jr. the voice
0: actor of Kanan. He would ha- it have to be him. Has to be him. Make I would him, love that. Like I him. would absolutely love that. Me too.
1: Anyways, if you haven't watched Rebels and you're planning on watching Ahsoka, you need to watch Rebels.
0: Absolutely. 100%. Ahsoka's you just need not to watch Rebels in sense. general.
1: So anyways. Um i'll make my stuff brief but it's all star wars um so and on look what came today in honor of may the fourth <laughs> look listeners <laughs> look listeners i got my black series calcastus jedi survivor figure which is very exciting and it's in the new packaging that we talked about where hazard was like we want to cut down on our plastic usage so now it's like kind of fun art but it's also like hmm, so now what scalpers can do is like uh, should i open it
0: uh if you want to you told me to open it <laughs> i was joking mostly oh
1: well you know me i'm very literal <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's gonna be a lot um, of noise this is, this is a weirdly ASMR episode
1: so anyways um, Jedi Survivor came out last week on Friday exciting um, I've played a little bit of it but I'll get into that a little bit later but so it comes in like this why does he look he's trapped
0: <laughs> do you need a knife where is he He's, is he not in that? Is this him? It's gotta be him. Why does he
1: feel so small?
0: Because <laughs> you've never opened a black series before.
1: <laughs> look at him! Oh, what a good guy. Look at, oh my gosh, what are they do to his feet? Oh. <laughs> Anyways, he looks this good. Is, Why, this is, he, is what
0: happens when he's got fall damage.
1: Is this six inches?
0: Guys, can, can I see him? Yeah. Can I take a look? What... This he's makes the... me think, what kind of hair do you have on your Cal I haven't Survivor? gotten to the custom part I yet. see. You have to unlock Force hair.
1: I do have to unlock Force hair. I guess. I just feel like he's...
0: Does he have a gun or something to put in his holster here? Yeah, he put the lightsaber, lightsaber in the, in
1: the holster. Stuff. He comes with a lightsaber and uh, BD1. Why does he just...
0: Is this a, uh, a pit boy on his arm from Fallout? What? Or you played Fallout.
1: Oh. Um, I know what you're talking about, Pip. Yeah, okay. I didn't hear. I was like, what are you talking about? Is it? J- he just looks really small.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't have a ruler or anything. Well, how far are phones? He's, a, he's at the same height, exactly okay, the same height so as my phone.
1: I'm guessing your phone's probably six inches. He's about... Anyways. He's size my hand. I don't know. He just looks...
0: That And that's our, our live boxing on small. pod on And is he going to go...
1: Yeah, it says six inches. He's just small. Anyways, anyways, so um, he's going to go back into the box after this recording because that's where they all go. They stay in the boxes. Um, so that's exciting. Along with May the fourth, um, a bunch of pre-order for Black Series came out today. Among which was the Bad Batch season two Black Series, which uh-huh. I almost forgot to pre-order. <laughs> I would have been so mad at myself. I even put it on my work calendar like as a private appointment during my lunch break. Uh huh. Um, so that's exciting. Lots of pre-orders. Um, Today is also the three-year anniversary to the finale of Clone Wars Season 7, Victory and Death. Oh, wow. Which was probably our, like, first Star Wars night that we had. Yeah, because
0: did we we watch the entirety of the last three-episode arc and Rise of the Skywalker that night? Did we do both? Oh... because that was the day they released rise of skywalker on disney plus. in 2020
1: yeah oh on disney plus yes. i think we did yeah that that, that, was that like really is a star, star wars, wars night. night wow and so here we are watching the season finale of clone wars. let's just watch clone wars season seven okay <laughs> neither of us having watched clone wars all the way through at that yeah. point i mean, had
0: already watched all of season seven i think at the very least whatever episodes they had had. released up to that point so, but yeah i had not watched all of clone wars itself yeah so um, um well on a similar note Two years ago, on May the fourth, was the season premiere of Bad Batch.
1: Yes, with the longest season premiere of mm-hmm. any of the animated shows.
0: So that's really relevant to this podcast because we started off by reviewing season two of Bad Batch. Yeah, and so that started. That was a that was a fun episode because um, we didn't really know what Bad Batch was going to be. No, we knew it was post episode three. Mm-hmm. We knew it was rise of the empire. We did not. I mean, that first episode, they break away from the empire in that first episode. And we did not know about Omega. She's Omega. introduced in that episode.
1: And, well, all we knew about the Bad Batch was just their appearance in mm-hmm. season seven. Their, yeah. like, two, three-episode appearance, and we're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: So, we went into that episode pretty blind. Um, and it was it was, good, it was a really good premiere, I think. I really enjoyed Immediate
1: it. Immediate, straight into Order 66.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, and you had... Uh, you Kanan. had weird voice pitched up can- Kanan, Kanan. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. was cause it was still
1: we we're like that's Freddie Prinze Jr <laughs> hey you know what I'm down for it um some Andor season 2 news okay so Andor season 2 is a big jump ahead from season 1 there, there's a lot more time jumps the last th- uh, the last three episodes of Andor season 2 will cover the last three days before the events of Rogue One
0: yeah I saw that that's crazy
1: um and then I really, I think I just have like. I have like two more things. What do you have?
0: Okay, well, I have another Star- Transformers thing. Oh, yeah, um, please. Let's break it up so with this some Transformers. Is a, a commercial. The Autobots have finally escaped the wrath of the Decepticons. With the help of
1: humans, the Autobots can now secure the Energon source located in Hong Kong.
0: With Optimus Prime and Bumblebee fully camouflaged red, in our yeah. city, the Autobots are now ready to reunite with the Ark.
1: Thank you for securing the Energon for our ship and giving us a home on planet Earth. As our gift to you, let us welcome you to The
0: Ark. Welcome aboard. So we just saw a shot of some oh burger and some french fries.
1: I I was told totally not to talk about this last week. And For the movie, it's like McDonald's or something has themed food. Transform, no, it's a Transformers restaurant
0: yeah called that's, the that, Ark. yeah that's what this is yeah it's insane so right so now we're just seeing footage of the food this is in Hong Kong a restaurant called the Ark which is the ship that the autobots arrive on earth in
1: or if you oh let's we get choked if you've read, if, you've read Genesis, if you have ever read Genesis the
0: Bible the beginning of of human history um and it's mostly just normal american restaurant food but also the burgers have are shaped like decepticon or (laughs) autobot logos and that's it (laughs) it's it's, it's funny um it's very silly um and the commercial is like got animation and everything you mm -hmm. see the transformers and it's hilarious
1: um so i have so apparently damon Lindelof was had a pitch for the Ray film. Yes. And reportedly it would have been set around 60 years after the rise of Skywalker focused on an elderly Ray training two Jedi. I'm glad they didn't go for that. yes. Um, and apparently according to Esquire, he, when he talked about it, he said, here's a quote. I was in more than talks to join the star Wars universe. I joined the star Wars universe and was asked to leave. Uh, and it's like, yes. well,
0: and um be
1: like that sometimes this is
0: especially um what's the word i'm looking for uh, notable because david Lindelof is a very or it's damon not david uh was it damon yeah um he's a very notable writer um in american media he most famously helped create lost but he also created the Watchmen live action television show which a lot of people like a lot he also created The Leftovers, which is another show people like a lot. Um I feel like there was one more thing he was really known for. He <laughs> World War Z. <laughs> uh, Prometheus, the movie Prometheus movie.
1: oh the Prometheus school of running.
0: Uh-huh. Um so he's a he's a very well regarded writer for the most part. So, you know, he's he's got very strong misses like people people really hate the end of Lost, which I've never seen and star trek into darkness is terrible world war z is pretty bad though i don't know if that's the screenplay's fault because the movie was heavily reshot
1: well from what i heard the author of world war z the book mm-hmm. is like this isn't my move this isn't my book oh yeah when he and, saw the film
0: but like this the movie is on its own is a decent zombie movie but i don't know if its problems are because of the screenplay or not tomorrowland is okay um but people really like the leftovers people really like watchmen and people are very split on prometheus i personally hate it but other people think it's really good so uh he also wrote cowboys and aliens the oh, uh, which is a horrible film yeah um so he's hit or miss but i would have been interested to see him write a star wars thing but that his idea <sighs> at okay. this point yes. an elderly ray is no a strange we, choice. we got a
1: couple movies to get before we do that
0: which is funny um because i was listening to another podcast and before this news came out they were discussing um how the actual next star wars film we get with ray takes place 15 years after yes. episode nine and people were already assuming that ray because of the 15 year jump ray would be rather old oh my because people don't know how women age and no. that's just that that number has clearly just been used because it'll by the time the movie come out it will have been have approximately 15 years since episode five came out uh, sorry episode seven so it's just how old Daisy Ridley actually is. Oh
1: my gosh, that's crazy to think about.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Um, and so um, it just people are they, they are they were already making jokes on this podcast about being an old Ray, just being 50, fifteen years older, just making fun of people mm-hmm. thinking she'd be old. Yeah. <laughs> and then this news came out that they were actually gonna do an old Ray Ugh. film. Supposedly they wanted Helen Mirren. Yeah, I saw that. Um. So
1: I'm like, we have Daisy Ridley young
0: yeah i would we need to do it now love in like 30 years for daisy ridley to do an old yeah. old woman ray i think movie, i but... i had this
1: conversation with a co-worker about you know the recasting
0: mm-hmm. and
1: stuff and it and i think i saw a comment that's like the recap you know the cgi is fine but to do adventures of age with the original cast who i love i'm not to bash but it's like that that was in the 80s yes and so I loved um, the recasting for Solo, yes, Aldrich, um, Aldrich Aldric?
0: Aldric Ehrenreich.
1: Aldrich, yeah, Aldrich Ehrenreich. I loved kind him. Of. I really think um, I know the Mandalorian did the CGI, but honestly, Max Lloyd, who did the body double for mm-hmm, Luke, mm-hmm. looks like Luke. Just give him a little Agreed. bit more hairstyling. Um, but anyways, that's a totally different tangent. But I love like we have we have the sequel trilogy characters now just do it just do the story i now. agree um I totally agree i've got what a bit got? this um so it's a tiktok but okay. it doesn't really fall into meme territory but it's an interesting kind of conversation about our boy saw Guerrera.
0: oh no jump <laughs> in, scare
1: in relation speaking anyways um in uh after bad batch this latest season of episode two so i'll just it's just it's good though Go for Since
0: Bad Batch Season 2 wrapped up, I've been seeing a lot of people profess how they now hate Saw Gerrera, And I gotta say, if this is what it took you to realize Saw Gerrera is not a good dude, you have not been paying attention to Saw Guerrero. <laughs> Saw Gerrera has, is, and always will be a hater to his core. Saw Guerrero would pay any price to make sure the Imperials have a slightly infuriating day. What happened in the season finale, that was nothing more than a classic Saw Guerrero shenanigan. Show up, blow up. Anyone in the blast radius. And not only do I cherish any time the cameo king of Star Wars arrives, yes. I eagerly await to see how the man, the myth, the menace that is Saw Guerrero <laughs> messes it up this time. It is the law of Saw. So Saul Guerrero is the man who pretty much raised Jyn Erso in Rogue One. And he's
1: in Clone Wars.
0: He's in He originated, the character originated in Clone Wars, voiced by someone else. He appears a good in amount Rogue in One. Rebels, actually voiced by the live action mm-hmm. actor, uh, Forrest Whitaker. And he's in Jedi, what's the first Jedi game? Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yes.
1: And you know what? <laughs>
0: is he in the second one he's mentioned oh funny um, and there's a there's something oh he's in andor <laughs> yeah see that's why he just that uh tiktoker just called him uh the cameo king of yeah, star wars he's in he appears a in a lot of he's stuff he's in
1: he's in both seasons of bad Batch. yes um but so i feel like that's a good way into some jedi survivor thoughts if you'd like to hear about them i
0: would love to hear how things are going so it was Unless released this have, last friday yes so what are your initial thoughts i've
1: played two and a half hours i've made it off the initial course on level (laughs) um because i just haven't i've i've been really tired this week so i'm just it's like i don't have i haven't really played that's probably gonna be this weekend so initial thoughts you (laughs) there they added human dismemberment nice which you can turn off um from one thing i one thing i noticed was uh you can like It's not like a ton of dismemberment, but arms and legs do be flying. There's also an arachnophobia mode that you can turn off, and it will replace spider enemies with other enemies, which is cool. Here's the thing. Now I know there's spider enemies. (laughs) So I'm like, hmm. Um, So I did take this picture. This is one of the first fights I did, and I accidentally killed this scout. Well, I didn't accidentally kill this scout trooper. I killed this scout trooper, and this is how he landed.
0: In a chair. He landed in a chair. That's so great.
1: <laughs> um, but so I'm doing story mode, which is less fighting and more emphasis on story because I like story-driven games. I don't really like games that make me mad. Um, uh, so here's the thing. Cal Kestis has been eating his Wheaties <laughs> for sure. This man, he's getting. It's the I survive. I I met Darth Vader and lived uh-huh. experience where he just becomes a menace. It's like what happened to Ezra after season two mm-hmm. of Rebels. They become, they got that, they're hopped up on I Survive Vader juice. I don't know. But so he's been eating his Wheaties because I'm like, holy crap, this is really easy. Maybe it'll get more difficult, but wow. He's also, <laughs> he's pretty brutal. Yeah. I'm like, it's not very Jedi of you. But then we find out I'm 20 minutes in and we get a Saw Gerrera name drop. Very good. Because Cal is working with Saul Guerrera now we encounter oh, him in the first wow. game and now he's working um also you know we, we, we joked we are watching Visions and we'll get to this new cuss word in Star Wars unlocked yes I am you're, you have to sense this because I'm going to quote it I am dead certain one of the scout troop. are you ready yes one of the scout troopers called me a dumb I <laughs> 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 straight up I was like I had to pause I was like are you, are you kidding me?
0: That's so good.
1: Um, one of the things that's nice is so in the first game, there's this horrible gimmick where when you were platforming and climbing, you would have to leap from whatever like ladder you were on and then like,
0: re-grab.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: In order to keep climbing. They fortunately removed that. Yeah. So Cal Kestis now knows that if you jump from a platform, you got to catch it so you don't die. So that's just uh, such a good quality of life change. Um there is a very cute moment when you sit down to meditate, which is how you save do your skill points. BD one, the droid, sits next to you like this. Oh. He just he just kinda I sits down it. and he waits and it's adorable. Uh BD one, one of the best robot companions. Mm-hmm. Um This is also spoilers, um, but we get a we get a return of a mini boss in the form of one of the um Inquisitors the ninth sister who we thought we previously killed Ah. but there was no body she just fell you know so she shows back up and it's revealed that she was a former jedi which they all are yeah shocker Um, but so because he calls her by name like her actual name and then and then here he goes he goes it's time to set you free cal kestis shortly before decapitating the ninth sister (laughs) it was it was crazy um i saw some good comments uh cal really be a stubbed toe away from being a sith lord <laughs> oh wow he's mad um, but so far it's been good i've been enjoying it i need to play it more but i just haven't done it um all right shall we get what do, you, do we, shall we give a, a little bit of spotlight to uh the Shirts for alpha Trion?
0: yeah just just what Fair. what's what we watched an episode today. That's
1: Transformers G One. We
0: should have watched before we watched last week's episode because they're really Cameron. connected. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much the introduction of two important things: Optimus Prime's dad, Alpha Trion, and women Transformers. <laughs> that is. Uh, I'm as sorry, they call the term them, is
1: female Autobots. They
0: repeatedly call them female Autobots, and the my favorite part of the episode is how uh, Shockwave is constantly like female autobots i thought they were extinct (laughs) and were it's never explained why they thought that would extinct and so because they don't explain i'm filling in my own lore and i'm gonna go ahead and assume that the decepticons intentionally tried to wipe out the female autobots i'm
1: pretty sure that's true in certain continuities
0: i well i mean that would make sense and uh which then leads to two logical conclusions after that the first being why is there no female decepticons which is two answers to that either no women wanted to join the decepticons or the autobots also wiped out all the female decepticons the other question that comes from uh the why the the fact that decepticons wiped out tried to wipe out the not fact sorry my theory that the the decepticons try to wipe out the female autobots would be why what's the motivation Maybe so the Autobots can't make more Autobots. Or but they just we can't... see them build them. I know, I know. It, it falls apart really quickly. That's, maybe they had to learn how to make.
1: Just go look it up on fan fiction. Cameron. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 no. Anyways, uh, th- those are the highlights for me.
1: It's, a, it, it's just a fun episode, and I chose it specifically so we could get 30 seconds into the episode. And camera goes, Girl Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, You go, you're like, Girl Transformers they exist and they're not pink <laughs> Which
0: is... my other favorite moment was uh, so what is the actual pink lady transformer what's her name
1: the one in this episode right yeah Alita one
0: Alita yeah Alita she's dying um, she's dying because she used her quote special power
1: I forgot about that
0: and so he Optimus Prime takes her to Alpha Trion to try to save her and Alpha Trion's like, I've done all I can. Look at my hands. And he's like, puts his hands on the <laughs> so host camera. Not my favorite camera. moment, but I started to point it out. Um, because it's
1: like, it's I jokingly did it to you on how close it was. Uh-huh. If you were the camera, it's uncomfortably close.
0: And Alpha Trion tells Optimus Prime to like plug his power into hers. And he says that your cord is compatible with hers. And and is like, how do you know that only my... Creator could know Stellar that.
1: Stellar Peter colon <laughs> impression.
0: And Optimus is like, lucky guess, I think, and walks off, <laughs> and just we just walks off, and immediately
1: re- refuses to elaborate. And this leaves. is my favorite
0: moment. It's just a close up of Optimus Prime thinking. No noise. No music. At least I don't remember there being music. And there's no animation happening. It's just a single frame, and it's a slow zoom in on Optimus Prime's face with his shield up. So there's no mouth. There's zero he emotion. Takes
1: it at face value. And he's like, all right. And,
0: it, and we later realize Optimus Prime figured out what that meant, which yeah. is I mean, the obvious implication is that Prime created him. But the way it's animated, it just looks like there's nothing happening behind his brain, nothing and not. Optimus Prime is just incredibly confused, and there's not a,
1: not a thought behind those eyes. <laughs> Anyways, those um, are my
0: my highlights from the episode. It was just
1: a fun episode, and one of that I realized is like, oh man, I should have I should have showed this one before the other two. But so we get we get our first official introduction of women girls being able to enjoy sci-fi too. <laughs>
0: yeah, yay. Okay, now because you know
1: what that does,
0: sells more toys. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Now we are 46 minutes into this recording. Well, I'm going to cut out some of the beginning. But nonetheless, we're, we're pretty far in this recording. Time to start talking about our actual subject for the day. Star Wars Visions, Volume 2.
1: Episodes 1 through 3.
0: If you didn't watch Star Wars Visions 1, um, it was a collection of animated... And this is similarly a collection of animated shorts. Each short made by a totally different studio. Season 1 was almost entirely like Japanese studios. Or at yes. least anime style. Yes. Um, and that was a great variety of styles still. But this season already is international yeah it's just any country almost uh we in this in these first three episodes we have 3d animation most it, the most popular similar style is spider-verse mm-hmm. um we have 2d animation um and we have stop motion in mm-hmm. these first three episodes which is an incredible range of styles the first episode so
1: they're stories inspired by
0: like, yes. within, like Good inspired point. by the Star Wars universe Every, none of these are canon no and they sometimes hardly connect to Star Wars at all um some you might just see some technology a lot of them tend to use, be about some sort of force user you have a lot of Sith and a lot of Jedi but not characters very rarely you'll see a character that you know um there,
1: we did get Boba Fett and Jabba. There was one episode in the first oh, season where that was like actually within. Sure. Well, I mean, probably not technically can't, but like yeah. very much. These are. Mm-hmm. This is Lucasfilm for the characters. most
0: part. They are very original films, mm-hmm. told in the Star Wars, vaguely in the Star Wars universe, which I love. It's pretty much just take the iconography of Star Wars, take what people know about Star Wars, and tell just a totally unique story. And they don't have to adhere to the rules. They don't have to adhere to anything. They just tell whatever story they want, and it's they're so good. Mm-hmm. And so the first episode we're talking about today is called Sith, Sith. by El Gear Studio Studios out of Spain. Um, they haven't worked on a ton, but their creator, his he's the director of this episode, Rodrigo Blaz, or Blaze B L A S. He um, has worked on a lot of Pixar stuff as an animator he also helped direct episodes of the netflix show troll hunters and three below Mm -hmm. and so he's and he also was an animator on ice age so he's been very much there at the forefront of 3d animation for the last like 20 years it looks like um and which is very cool and this is not strictly speaking spider-verse i mean a lot of people credit that style to Spider-Verse. That's the most popular version of it. I'm sure there's other movies, though I can't really think of any off the top of my head that use that um, cell shaded comic book S style. But this is not... Like, I would call something like Star Wars, Bad Batch, and Clone Wars a relatively literal cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, cartoony things don't necessarily happen that much. Things are very solid in those cartoons. As with, like, Pixar films... Um, they are just very like you could all if these things exist you could shoot them something like we were watching today this this cartoon sith could not be shot in live action um because like environments change and it's a lot there's a lot of visuals that are a lot more metaphorical than literal and it is about um we don't get a character name i believe and maybe Um, it says on imdb let's take a look um lola is her name um do we know this actress ursula Cobrero? and
1: i did not recognize her
0: i she's in every you are you telling me you didn't see the 2021 hit movie snake eyes no gi <laughs> joe origins you didn't mm, see that no um i've she's been in some stuff the snatch tv show um snake eyes the tv show the netflix show money heist she's been 41 episodes of but i'm holy
1: I've, crap <laughs>
0: yeah uh but no I'm, and she's done a lot of spanish language stuff it looks like um so this is a, a character at first we don't know who what she is um she's a force user we see her levitating things i now have cal Kestis, uh joining us on the pod uh she he's looking at me over my she- pod <laughs> he's looking at me over my uh my laptop and so She's an artist. She's like working on some sort of painting and mm-hmm. she can she's like levitating some liquid and she, she can change the colors and she keeps turning it black on accident. And um she has a little droid friend named E2, and there's this um theme of visual theme of eyes watching her. You and see some like eyes on the wall. And darkness. And yeah, there's a lot and she keeps you doing this big mural. And she says that she can't stop painting in black by accident. And or on,
1: darkness keeps coming through.
0: Mm-hmm. And then she goes outside to to check a broken sensor, and then like there's like a uh, planet in the sky with a smaller planet in front of it, and it also looks like a big mm-hmm. red eye. A Sith and two what we learned later are two dro- battle droids, not like imperial, uh, not separatist battle droids, just droids that are for battle. Show up with him, and he says to her, "You made a promise," and she says, "I'm not a Sith anymore." And fighting ensues. Mm-hmm. Um oh and and she rode a really sick circular bike uh to get out here uh what was the joke that you made about it
1: it's not a trike or a bike it's an ike because it just has one wheel
0: (laughs) i like that joke um now this this sith is officially credited as just sith master but he looks a lot like a very famous sith who's
1: malgus right
0: uh let's see here i thought it was darth bame yes so darth malgus is from the uh old republic video game and he has he's kind of like vader but imagine if vader only had the bottom part of his Mm mouth his face covered with a with a breathing apparatus where you could see the top part of his face that's exactly what this guy is um darth malgus similarly the the robot the the sit that we're seeing in this cartoon looks very similar to that and we uh, a great fight ensues and Rachel just is ensuring that I don't not look at Cal Kestis oh, on no, my sorry. laptop. He's
1: just there. He's vibing.
0: And um, our our new friend uh, Lola is about to get killed by one of the battle droids, and her, her droid friend E two rolls up and headshots one of the robots, which is pretty great. It was pretty but good. but then the Sith Lord destroys. E2 which is a very sad moment uh, and then we get a sick lightsaber battle she has an orange or yellow a yellow lightsaber both both lightsabers on both characters look more like swords than you can open if you want you can do whatever you want I'll just turn your mic down for a second it's pretty loud it's showing up on mine oh it's it it's B2 this wait BD1, BD1. A tiny box teeny tiny friend <laughs> he's
1: got his own little box sorry
0: no you're good I'm opening um tonight. and they enter uh Lola's base again and they're in like dark corridors and she like is able to bring she's like they're like in two different rooms simultaneously yes. he's in those dark corridors and she's in a wide open bright space where she was painting earlier and aw and he's so cute he I love there. him we um for those who don't know what his name bd1 bd1 you see a very similar droid in mando season three yes so uh, we're all like, where's Cal?" on, on tatooine who, and he's also in is he in boba fett it was in boba fett when they're when mando oh, is building was his boba ship fett, my bad he's in both i think his legs move too I know he's cute can he he can he can sit and, and can meditate sit. with oh he doesn't sit up though <laughs> um <laughs> So she realizes to herself that the darkness and the light can both be part of the, Mm -hmm. quote, painting. And she activates a double, a second blade in her lightsaber, a red blade, and is able to strike down the Sith Lord. And he's like, you're the Sith Master now. And he, Peter Parker snaps out of there and fades away.
1: (laughs) sith master lola i don't feel so good
0: (laughs) and she uh gets in her ship and flies away and says that she's the master of her that the sith master was right about one thing she's the master of her own destiny now and we see that she finished the painting and the painting is her hand holding up the lightsaber with Mm -hmm. both colors on it and that's the end
1: one thing i really liked about this was that um well, first of all, the color was gorgeous. Yeah. Lots oh, it's a beautifully color. animated film. But I really feel like there's a lot of really cool aspects switching between this painted world, which to me felt like almost a force world.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um,
1: and then the real world. Because when... Oh, interesting. So okay. Yeah. She leaves. So when we see the first one, she is walking through this like stark white rooms, mm-hmm. multiple. And then finally she gets outside. She gets in her in her little vehicle and gets outside. And then it's realistic. When she comes back, we don't see really any of that white.
0: Yeah, when good point. When they're
1: walking back, and we see the Sith fo- trailing her in the hallways, it's all realistic. So I feel like there's kind of some interesting aspect of like this Force world. Yeah, that's a and good the interpretation. Reality world.
0: I like that. Yeah, that makes me. a lot more sense. You know, the stark, harsh reality and the uh, the mystical magic world. Yeah. So I liked liked the use of eyes. We also, you know, her droid looks like an eye. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it concludes... Always watching. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it concludes on her... Her No. I think it zooms in on her eye at one point. But it concludes on showing the planets that she was on. Uh, But yeah, overall, really beautiful episode. I like the storytelling. Very emotional. Um, I like the, the message of this, like, blending. Like, not that one should embrace one's darkness but the trying to totally act like there's no darkness in you at all mm-hmm. and so that life is full of darkness and light both that is was... a good message yeah gray jedi anyone hmm? oh
1: gosh <laughs> you know who's kind of in a gray jedi mode right now Cal Kestis.
0: <laughs> is he a jedi technically
1: yeah I, don't, I mean just yeah. like
0: yeah he is I think what a lot of people don't realize about star wars is just because you use the force does not make you a Jedi or a Sith.
1: He was a Jedi Padawan. Sure. And so, and so it at, was Ahsoka. Yes. But at the end of, um, so one of the people he teams up with in his crew, um, Sarah, I believe she was a former Jedi master. Uh-huh. And so at the end of the game, it's she knight, she like knights him. Oh, that's nice. You know, by the power, invest, uh, yeah. power invested in me by the Jedi. or you're, Or she, yeah, she knights him. Jedi knight. So he's not a master you do not <laughs> he doesn't get to hold the rank of master yet tonight. Uh-huh.
0: um i also did forget the game is literally called jedi <laughs> so <laughs> we get to play through a weird.
1: whole order 66 scene yeah i know where, where you get to like enjoy being around the clones before they turn on you it's actually very sad
0: yes like you get to high five you get them to and high things
1: five. They're like good job kid and i'm like oh
0: so the next episode is uh called screechers reach animated by punk robot studios that uh, no that's no, the cartoon, third one this is Cartoon Saloon which yeah. is the
1: creator of Wolf Walker's Song of the
0: uh, not Song of the South
1: G- oh gosh what did I say
0: you almost said Song of the South uh, <laughs> no like it's so it's their films that they include The Secret of Kells, Song of the Sea, The that's Breadwinner, That's what I was thinking oh gosh <laughs> The Breadwinner, Wolf Walker's and last year's My Father's Dragon mm. Um, they're an Irish studio yes. they do 2D animation style um, and i love how this one immediately coming from the beautiful 3d animation in the last episode this one immediately is playing with the concept of 2d animation you're seeing everything from a side perspective for the first minute or so and i think that transition might really help people realize why people use different styles of animation i think yeah. if you've never if you don't if you're not a big animation fan like myself or not an animator like rachel um you might never consider why someone would use different like what's the What's the point? Why two D animation, three D animation? That's very simplistic. Stop motion, different styles within. Like, what's it? What does it matter? It affects the way you tell the story. Mm -hmm. It affects the way you represent what's going on on screen. And
1: as we see later in the, uh, and I won't spoil too. I mean, we're gonna talk about. I won't spoil too much. But as we go later into the episode, we can see how at this point, two D as a medium is the best way to tell the story comparatively between the contrasts,
0: absolutely, dark and the light. 100% Hundred percent, yes. This this studio is made movies. They really know their style. They really know what they're doing. They they tell this story very very well. Also, a very similar story to the last one. Um, it's almost like this one could have almost served as a prequel to the previous one. Um. We have children working in the mines. Very Star Wars. Children yearn for the mines. (laughs) If I had a nickel for every time this year we had an episode of Star Wars animation with children working in the mines, I was like,
1: "Is it really Star Wars if there's not a random child labor episode?" (laughs) I'd have two nickels.
0: I'd have two nickels. And uh, so they escape to go to Screecher's Reach because they want to see the supposed ghost that is there. Um, and they, they're four characters who are on three different speeder bikes, which one is very similar to Ray's. Um, yeah. One is more like your traditional speeder bike. And I'm, I'm kind of blanking what the third one looked like, but they all looked really cool. There's a beautiful, another beautifully animated segment with like Gorgeous. the water reflecting the sky and just the different environments they fly through. Our main character's name is Dahl. She's a young woman. D-A-A-L. And, mm-hmm. and then like Bathon is the big guy. Uh, And then there's two little ones who I don't know if we ever get their names. Let me see if I can find that here. Um, They're all
1: very cute kids. Oh, yeah. They're just adorable little kids. And
0: phenomenally well voice act as well. Yeah. Um, Baython, and then the other two are Kina and Quinn, Mm. and they're all very cute. Precious. And they make it to the uh screechers reach which is a mountain and they get in the mountain um they find the ghost ghost turns out to be this the screeching banshee and what was the joke that you made
1: i said i can't believe we got to see a real banshee of uh uh in a shearing
0: <laughs> which was a <laughs> irish film that came out last year that didn't actually have any banshees in it um and so to say i'm trying wait, to wait f- that was oh sorry Ted, no I go was ahead gonna
1: say that. we saw that and that was when that guy shushed me
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um I
1: was not being
0: loud. And so the three of the characters escape as so the 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 witch or the ghost is is making the 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 cave crumble in and or, or um, what's the word? Uh cave in. Yeah, uh collapse. Collapse, thank you. Um and three of the characters get out but uh doll stays behind she had oh before she went in she has like, this necklace that she's like almost praying to mm-hmm. she's like, um
1: give me your strength
0: mm-hmm. and that becomes relevant later and you can tell she is seemingly i mean as with actually, i guess i want to guess until a second later but just there's something i felt calling her to try to i presume was going to be help the ghost mm-hmm. like there's going to be something in this cave they should like release the ghost because the ghost is like screaming and in, in agony is what it sounds like um but then as the ghost comes towards her she keeps talking to the the, the necklace and the ghost pulls out a red lightsaber, a red lightsaber <laughs> and tries to murder her and doll's like nope i'm getting out of here mm-hmm. she tries to climb for a hole in the ceiling and as she is the ghost grabs her by the uh the ankle and and the go and doll reaches out and pulls a rock down from above her and, and crushes the ghost and this causes more light to come in and we kind of we now see the ghost is a person it's a mm-hmm. physical person she's trying to an old woman Mm-hmm. yes and she's trying to call the lightsaber to herself and doll picks it up and won't let it go and then it cuts to the interior exterior of the mountain we just hear the lightsaber slash mm-hmm. she comes down the mountain finds her friends and they're excited to see her but clearly doll has been very shaken up by the experience she's still holding the lightsaber but she's like she's she has a little bit more like obsession she's like i was strong i, I did what had to be done sort of thing and then she talks to the the, the necklace. Uh, necklace again and this time it's glowing red and it talks back
1: <laughs> yeah and he goes your test is done
0: uh-huh a ship comes out of the sky a well, lady gets out
1: look the ship looks a little nope-ish
0: Ah yes, just the, the little, UFO from the movie. Just, nope.
1: Just a little bit, like not in in not a, not entirely. If our friends are listening to this, and I get a text, that's <laughs> not the same. It's similar. And
0: um, this, uh, what we will know in a second, is a Sith woman. Um, is voiced by Angelica Houston, who was more, the live action Morticia Adams from the Adams Family movies in the '90s. She was in the movie The Witches in 1990. Um she's in a lot of Wes Anderson films oh gosh she's in John Wick 3 another John Wick appearance um she what else has she done she's a very famous actress I I don't know what people normally know her from
1: she looks like the owl librarian from
0: uh the the character in this cartoon that we just watched yes looks like she
1: looks like the owl librarian from Avatar The Last Airbender in season 2 interesting
0: never seen that so i know some of y'all out there will understand uh that Um, (laughs) and it's a very unsettling character because she's talking with this very motherly she's actually credited as sith mother um this very motherly soft voice but she has a this red and white outlook to her and she tells doll that she can come with her but she uh has to leave her friends behind and doll gets on the ship and looks back in the and Oh, this is what I was thinking about the last episode when, about clu- closing on someone's eye. Mm-hmm. The, sh- the ship, the spaceship door closes circular motion around Doll's eye, and that's the way the episode ends.
1: And we kind of get this really sad, it's very well done, but this really sad moment between Doll and her friends mm-hmm. because they're looking at, okay, the way they were looking at her just makes me feel like these, I don't know, I feel like these kids know. Maybe not experienced, but have heard of what a Sith is mm. because they, I don't know, there seemed to be just something a little more layered than our friends. Of course, it could also just be because dolls like, my friends can come too, right? Mm-hmm. And Sith mother goes, nope, just you. And so, I mean, you know, there's this definite, bit, but it's like they've shut her off at this mm-hmm. point because not only has she put them in danger mm. but for a yeah. trial and now, you know, she's going to leave. So they have to go back and work. Um, but I don't know. I feel like was it D- Bathan? the bigger, the taller one? Yes, I feel like it's just the I don't know B- he has a very disappointed look, yes, and I don't know. Part of me that's like I feel like these kids might have might know what a Sith is, or maybe mm-hmm. they, maybe he's not just mad. he's just disappointed. yeah, but so it was just it was really well done, but it was just like a sad scene. but so ultimately she chooses to go with Sith mother, so and that's that's mm-hmm. how it ends. It's kind of like an ominous mm-hmm. ending,
0: yeah, it's um it's a really great episode you know it's kind of interesting we have heard and seen stories in other media of how the jedi recruit uh children yeah and you know people often want to pull very extreme views of star wars and act like the jedi kidnap children they don't now what the way the the jedi (laughs) yeah the way the jedi train and raise children is definitely not the best but there is a sense of compassion when they do it there um i don't know how how different this would have gone if it were a jedi trying to recruit doll
1: probably wouldn't have had her kill some random lady in the Uh, mouth hopefully
0: not um but From what I mean, from what we've seen, typically when a Jedi goes to a planet and finds a child, force sensitive child, and and takes them from the, they don't just take them. It's the family's choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And typically, because the Jedi are known as these peaceful peacekeepers, uh, and they're benevolent, uh, typically, Families are are happy to give up their child for this because they know they'll have a better life as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best thing, but at least there's there is consent and compassion in that. And in this, there's not any parents who give consent. Um,
1: well, I mean, we see in Rebels, there's a whole couple. There's at least one episode dedicated to the Sith Inquisitors stealing Force sensitive infants. Mm, yeah, and they they just yoink them, they mm-hmm. steal
0: them. Big difference, huge difference. Um and yeah this feels very ominous and you just know that things are not gonna go good for this young woman unfortunately and I, I kind of it works really well as almost like the beginning of the story for the woman from the first episode of it is still possible for someone to break free from the Sith if they choose to mm-hmm. um, and then our final episode is in the stars which, okay. when that title came up, you started singing a particular Star Wars tune.
1: Across the stars, because you do it
0: too. Da, na, da, 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 da. Which is most famously used for me with the meme of General Kenobi has engaged General Grievous. Ba, so ba, na, ta,
1: da, da. Popular wedding song. <laughs> People will walk down the aisle to it. So anyways,
0: um, <laughs> I was actually very captivated by this episode and don't Me too. have...
1: I don't have a lot of notes either.
0: It's pretty simple. It's effectively, you have this young pair of sisters. One's like teenage age and the mm-hmm. other one's like, probably like nine. Um,
1: They're the last of their people. Mm-hmm.
0: Very indigenous to, um, feeling. Um, clearly, they, she, the younger one pretty much tells a story. She like, takes some flowers, crushes up, puts in the last of their water. Her and her sister get into an argument about the use of this last of the water. And for the little sister, it's really important to do this painting. She puts the paint on this wall, this stone that she calls her mother's stone, and it tells the story. It's, a, it's pretty much an exposition dump, uh, but it's very beautifully done. Of uh, You had these people on this planet. Clearly, their mother was force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first shot of this episode is this little girl. Um, Let me see if I can get some names here. Um, oh, um, Tekina. Yes.
1: And the older sister is Koten.
0: Uh, So Tekina is There's a TIE fighter flying at them from the sky, and she... Takina is like putting her hand out, clearly trying to do a force power and it doesn't work. And her sister grabs her and they hide. And, um, the sister's pretty rough with her. Uh, but Takina has a lot of sense of joy and hope. And she tells the story of her mother. Was, they don't use the term, the force, but had powers, obviously force. Um, and her mother led a rebellion, um, of their people against the Imperials who are, have been digging out their resources and, and poisoning the water. And, um, they are were almost able to take down the facility but a atst killed her mother and but and then all of their people were were killed in a bombing (laughs) (laughs) which is really dark and very mandalorian-esque very very empire mm -hmm. and um they all became stars is what she says and but now the pollution has created clouds and they can't see the stars and the starlight is what makes the painting stay illuminated mm-hmm. for a while. Because the paintings go away. And so they need more water from the from the Imperial facility. So the older sister, Tekina, goes to go get it. And Colton wants to come along, but Tekina won't Colton let her. Colton is the older one. Oh, I've got it mixed Tekina up. Yeah, sorry. Tekina one. wants to... go. Colton is going to go get water. Tekina wants to go, but Colton won't let her. And...
1: So in typical younger sibling fashion, uh-huh. um, Colton goes... And Takina also goes and gets caught. Sets so, off the and
0: then we have a big action scene. And instead of leaving, uh, Takina decides to try to do what her mother did. Um, and I will finish what you started. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it doesn't work. She gets captured. She's about to get thrown off into a cliff. Uh, Koten turns around and tries to save her. Takina falls off the cliff. And Koten uses the force to pull stop her in midair. She brings her up. Uh, There's a woman imperial officer who brings out the ATST, and they're about to get shot. And there's a incredible the the ATST walks out and like turns on its floodlight. Mm It just looks and all. In case I didn't mention earlier, this one stop motion. It's very Leica esque. If you've seen Kubo and the Two Strings Mm -hmm. or Paranorman or Coraline, it's very much that style. Um, Not just specifically stop motion, but that style of stop motion. And they use their uh, force powers to bring down the big, uh, the big water uh, tank, uh, the center of the facility, and it floods the whole facility, and now um, kills everyone other than our two heroes. The clouds part, the stars are shining, and all the the flowers come back to life. The paint lights up again, and Koten has a very. She finally softens up and tells her sister, "You were right all along." And it's a, it's a very beautiful sister <laughs> sister si- story.
1: Which is typical.
0: So I take it you enjoyed it.
1: It was really good. There were times where I had to like keep reminding myself, oh, this is stop motion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a blend of stop motion CGI. There's yes. certainly yes. some yes. elements that are CGI, but it's a very good blend. They, they work well together. Yes. Um, and I think w- the thing that I love about stop motion personally is that it, it exists. I love cartoons, but stop motion—the light is real. You don't fake it. Mm-hmm. With in, in CGI animation and in draw in drawing, you're creating. You're trying to rec- recreate light, but in this, this is actual materials mm-hmm. re- reflecting actual light. And so, st- stop motion characters have so much more personality, in my opinion.
1: And well, that reminds me because we talked about why people choose different mediums for different mm-hmm. things yes. because and i meant i'm not to go back to uh screecher's reach but i forgot to say this when we were talking go about it. this because we were talking about you know why would you choose to do 3d in some aspect or 2d in another or stop motion uh-huh. uh, 2d for screecher's reach there's a very specific scene where it's pitch black in the cave between doll and the banshee or whatever she's mm-hmm. called where the banshee is only illuminated by her red lightsaber. Yeah. So all of, it's so very stylized, mm-hmm. and so while we see doll climbing toward the light, there's that kind of soft blue light. Where mm-hmm. whereas the pitch black, it's just pitch black and red. And so when it comes to two D, you can do that stark contrast, and it works. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have worked in a three D. Sure. Or in a situation like say in stop motion where the light is real, mm-hmm. it would have been very difficult to recreate that on sure. in like a three D platform.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Not to say
1: that you can't use like a three D platform in two D. But mm-hmm. like sure. <laughs> don't don't at <laughs> animation tech to me.
0: <laughs> um and so yeah, so the, the lighting and the materials of the characters, so like this of the three, which, all three I love, um mm-hmm. this They're one has the most emotional ending. Mm-hmm. And I think that is contributed by the fact that you feel stronger connection to these characters because they exist. Mm-hmm. And also think the voice performances are really strong.
1: Yes, very good.
0: Um, so yeah, so that's the three. Um, I'm excited to keep watching. Um, next week we'll include one made a stop motion one made by Ardman, who made Wallace and Gromit and Gromit.
1: Uh, we have to hide the body Gromit. There's no cheese in jail.
0: There's no cheese and crackers there's, in jail, Gromit. No Anyways, looking forward to it. Um, it's gonna be tons of fun. Um but do you know what's also tons of fun, Rachel? Our famous segment.
1: Transformers G1 episodes?
0: Yes, but also, wait a minute. This meme minute is longer than a minute, but is it longer than a meme parsec or a meme astrosecond? What do you got for me this week, do you know what it's?
1: Is it as long as your title card every time? Nope. <laughs> um, okay, I kind of have a lot for once. Um, so here's the one I want to start off with. So for context, Jedi Survivor and The Kenobi Show are both set in 9 BBY. Yes. Obi-Wan and Cal passing each other in hyperspace.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's, this, man, this is a vintage meme format of, it's a stock footage of two old men. One is waving, one is pointing. They're both at the camera, but they're very blurry. So good. Um, oh my gosh. That's and so good. S- and
1: so someone else just said 9 BBY was a very bad year for Vader, <laughs> which put it into context. So, you know, in Kenobi, we see him, uh, Enter and escape the fortress Inquisitorius. Mm-hmm. Calcestus did it first five years earlier. <laughs> so you know at this point they're really mad that it's happened uh-huh. not once but twice. So, anyways, that was I just thought it was a really
0: very funny meme. So this is not a meme, but this is something that actually happened. Oh,
1: obligatory, not a meme.
0: Yeah. Well, this is this is not a visual meme. This is not this. This is actually something that happened. I don't know if it's going to be funny or not. I'm this is a, I'm going out on a limb here. Um, but I'm gonna try it. So that's why I'm gonna do it now. So if it's not funny, then it, we can just continue on. So here is a bit of footage that I shot at my job. You just need to listen to it. Okay, so that's the footage. Um, it's a clip for the footage. You hear the, that baby screaming in the background. Well, I was editing a video with that footage and I meant to mute all the footage I was using. And I had sl- I, this footage, I, for you video nerds, I shot it at 60 frames per second. So I was slowing it down for wow. slow motion effect. And I forgot, I did not realize as I was watching the video, all the other clips were, were muted except for this one clip. And this is how it sounded in slow motion. In my mind, immediately where went to this clip from Star Wars The New Hope. I messed it up. <laughs> so that is the vo- the noise that Obi-Wan makes to scare off the Tusken the Raiders. Great Dragon noise. Yeah, and that's not the original noise. I know. That is the Blu-ray special edition noise. And that's where my mind immediately went when Look. I heard this.
1: <laughs> Hysterical. That's good.
0: So I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that, Rachel. That's
1: good. That's very good. What else you got? Um, Kyle, Texas City Council celebrates May the Fourth. I haven't listened to all this, but just uh, it's the visual.
0: Uh, the date is May the Fourth. He dresses Boba Fett. He's I'm dressed
1: call as this Boba Fett. Two city council meeting to order Would the
0: city secretary please call the roll? Mayor Boba Fett Mitchell. <laughs> Present. <laughs> <Emperor> Palpatine. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed as Palpatine. Here. Yoda Ellison. No. Princess Leia Flores Kale. Here. here. K250 Rizzo. This is, is too Ashley much. Ashley Ray Bradshaw. Present. Darth Tobias. <sighs> Mayor Boba Fett Mitchell. I am Scott Solo for the record. <laughs> <laughs> several items to make you aware of no appreciate that report
1: uh next up is our first uh one of a kind may the fourth star wars day proclamation
0: we do not have anything to read it's a little bit more about the look so So, some more strong are walking in here and i know know we have some staff members and others we uh, Uh, spent the day we went to different schools and got to wave it. Uh, children as they showed up and Teacher Appreciation Week giving candies and uh, snacks to some of the teachers as well so it's been quite the day we've very much enjoyed it we enjoy not taking ourselves too seriously from time to time. <laughs> uh, so, uh, with that, I'd like to invite anybody who would like to come and take a picture with us. We're gonna take recess. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for sharing that, We're Rachel. Very wholesome. <laughs> kind of insane, but also wholesome.
1: Imagine being sentenced to ten years in prison. Boba Fett.
0: <laughs> I am Boba Fett. I if you know if I was gonna go that far, I don't think I could have resisted doing the Boba Fett voice. Yeah. Anyways. Um, this meme is very silly, but I think it's funny. It's got Qui uh, Obi-Wan. Ah, my gosh. Darth Maul. And it Darth says, Maul. it's over Qui-Gon. I have more blades. And then Qui-Gon with four arms says, you fool. I have trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku. <laughs> oh. And he starts spinning the lightsabers.
1: Oh, no. I Speaking of spinny lightsabers.
0: Because there's so many jokes about uh, Dooku and the, uh, not Dooku, sorry. Uh, General Grievous saying that same mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. But this is funny because Qui-Gon was actually trained by yes. Dooku. Anyways.
1: Um, speaking real quick side tangent. Speaking of um, spinning lightsabers, we get to see an Inquisitor helicopter in Jedi Survivor. Very yeah.
0: shortly. I saw it and That's I went, great. And I went, let's go! <laughs> oh, very good. Because That's super fun. My
1: poor neighbors probably thought I was watching a sport. <laughs> but what I was really excited was just like the <laughs> two seconds of like tiny, of just helicopter... Um, lightsaber i was like oh this is so good thing,
0: thing society will let you scream about and enjoy sports your child being born a good friend that you haven't seen in a while things society doesn't want you to scream about joy about Inquisitor inquisitors arriving in your video game with their with their lightsaber helicopter so
1: good it was so extra i loved it um so i haven't gotten this part in the game but i can it says i can't believe they put this in the game this is a clip from jedi survivor apparently this is like just an easter egg
0: I So he said get ready to die. He's now zoomed in. It says Rick the Door Technician.
1: Yeah, they put a fake mini boss of a scout trooper oh, and gave him a name. I
0: see. So he's got his own health bars so like a boss. Yeah. And he dies in and- <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> now, my question is, what is Kylo's Name in the undercover Matt, boss. The, Matt, oh, the, Matt. Okay, yeah. so not the same. Okay, I
1: know it, it's not, but it's uh, it's Matt, the radar technician.
0: That that's a good joke. I, I know, love that it's joke. So good, but um, so. So this one is a purely visual meme, which is one of our own personal memes to say. <laughs> um, I just want to get Rachel's live reaction. Aww. <laughs> oh. You want to describe what you're looking at? So
1: someone made really cute, like, chibi fan art of Lizzo and Jack Black from their appearance in Chapter 21 of The Mandalorian, Season 3, and, like, put on a Bob Ross picture. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And then I look closer at Bob Ross. It's Jack Black dressed as Bob Ross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That And that is why I like to do live reactions on second. the pod. What else you got?
1: Um, another TikTok. This is just... It's just
0: <laughs> it's, just it's it's how they make Legos.
1: Set to um, the Republic Clone Army march. Or march this is the great. Temple, it's just the
0: way. Wow, I am hypnotized. This is fascinating to watch. Wow. I've never thought to look this up. Mike, there's a little machine putting their hands in. This is incredible. ahead of Uh-huh. So, this is super cool. Like, it's
1: just, it's just a cute little, cute
0: little Wow. It's so precise. It is. Incredible.
1: I think I mostly have images after this. Wow. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, (laughs) Now, this is a reaction I already got from you. (laughs) I sent you a... uh, So I stumbled upon a bit of fan art on Facebook this week. Full props. Very, very well drawn. Incredibly well drawn. But questionable subject material, in my opinion. It is an image of... Oh, shoot I'm, i forgot her name what's her name oh fee fee and uh tech um sitting at sunset gingerly touching each other's hands and about to kiss and it's i freaking well hate it i, I hate just, it so much i
1: just look i just don't it i just for me personally the ship did not land not at all it didn't sail either
0: exactly there's no emotional react connection there as if far people, as i know
1: you, for people that love it cool great yes. you did not hit for me
0: anyways we've we've gone into full detail about our feelings <laughs> on this thing we don't need to relitigate it it's just we are personally i texted the image to rachel and i said this makes me dot 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 uncomfy and she responded with a picture of a guy looking very confused at a piece of paper and then a frog who looks like he's about to puke did you,
1: did you look at the caption on that On the frog. Open the Oh, no.
0: I always forget to click on photos when people send them to me because I forget that they can be bigger. Okay, hold on. I got to go back and find it. That was a screenshot that I was just showing you, so I have to go back and find it. (laughs) Oh, here it is. The frog says, violent gag. Oh, that's really good. (laughs) That's really funny. I
1: love throwing that image at people. Absolutely. Um, What else you got? This is just captioned, the best duo. (laughs) It's a picture Uh. of (laughs) two (laughs) propane (laughs) tanks. One is nice shiny silver and the other one is actually a faded red and green. So it's a picture of Boba and Dinjarin next That's to each so other. That's so
0: good. Well, speaking of Dinjarin, he might be the Mandalorian, but he's not the macho Mandalorian. Oh my god. And <laughs> it's a picture of macho man Randy Savage photoshopped with the Band- the Mandalorian's helmet on him. I <laughs> would have thought by now that I would be tired of Mandalorian puns and they continue <laughs> to be funny to me?
1: Pundalorian.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's funny. I laugh. I laugh. Macho Mandalorian, I love it. What else you um, got? So
1: this is a set of like 8 images, so I'm just going to kind of go through them briefly. So you know how you got your regular Legos and then the Hulk size Lego?
0: Yes. Oh, Braves, Braves. I think I know what it's going to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a set
1: of Star Wars characters. So for example, Grand Admiral Thrawn is now Grand Admiral Braun. Put over the um
0: <laughs> Hulk, Lego, the Hulk Ob- Lego Admiral Thrawn. Um, Very good.
1: Um, Grand Buff Tarkin.
0: <laughs>
1: Admiral Squat Bar <laughs>
0: See, this is I've seen very similar versions of these before, except they're photoshopped, and mm-hmm. those just I found cringy. But with the Lego, I think it's much funnier.
1: Qui Gon Jim, <laughs> uh, and Gon spelled G O N E,
0: and him him uh, still holding a normal size lightsaber is also very good. <laughs>
1: um, Captain Flex
0: <laughs> instead of Captain Rex, very good.
1: Jim uh, Urso. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, honorable mention, Kit Fisto to Fit Kisto. (laughs) Um, I love it. Boba Fit.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Very good. Uh, That's it. (laughs) Those are hilarious. Thank you for sharing those. You're
1: welcome. They've Uh, been in my phone reel for like three weeks. (laughs)
0: Um, This is a a meme that is a uh, interaction between Han and Kylo (laughs) at the end of Force Awakens. It says, Han says, Ben, I am your father. Kylo says, I know. And Han says... I was kind of hoping you'd jump off the side like Luke did.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> I like the idea of Han trying to manipulate like... Kylo into just diving Let's, off into the abyss. Do it.
1: Um, me getting lost and opening the map every four seconds in Jedi survivor. <laughs> 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 it's a picture of george lucas leaning and looking at something very quizzically uh-huh in the millennium Falcon. yeah he's
0: sitting at the board game thing in, in the millennium falcon mm-hmm. this one i don't know if this is gonna land if i describe it on the pod but it was so funny to me so you've got uh lisa simpson is r- labeled as ray and bart is labeled as emperor palpatine and L- lisa is thinking poor predictable palpatine always uses force lightning Palpatine good old force lightning nothing beats that <laughs> and it came up in, a, in another meme as well and I never realized he gets defeated by his own force lightning in at the tr- conclusion of all three trilogies mm-hmm. and I just love the idea of, of hey, Bart Simpson's voice charm, representing right? Palpatine good old force lightning nothing beats that
1: um I just you might have to censor this one I just want you to read it
0: Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Palpatine is talking (laughs) on the radio in Fortnite.
1: (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, and probably what was the worst marketing choice for Rise of Skywalker was choosing to have Palpatine, to canonize Palpatine's return, not in the movie, but in a Star Wars event in Fortnite uh-huh that is how they revealed Awful. that he re- and that's why the opening crawl to rise of skywalker said a, b- a voice mm-hmm. echoes and Fortnite.
0: can you imagine if that voice had been like echoing in the background of the credits of oh, not the credits but the opening crawl yes like for episode nine to start off like with this eerie like even if like when Just like
1: palpatine laugh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I it would have been
0: so much better ian mcdermott anyways talks. Um, yeah, i just i
1: just thought that was that's was funny this
0: meme i think this is one of the just this is a meme so few memes play around sorry a lot of memes do there's like you have either your really really weird memes that play around with format or you have your memes that are just very straightforward image with graphics and very rarely do you have memes that are kind of both i, I just think this this plays really well is a very straightforward joke but also is plays really well with with Um, the format of memes you have luke and and uh yoda talking luke's yoda says do or do not there is no try luke says "That sounds an awful lot like an absolute and you just have a close-up of of yoda's eyes and luke ignites his lightsaber and yoda ignites a red lightsaber (laughs) 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 ah it's just so good good
1: um so i follow this This that's good So I follow this Twitter page called Lego Lost at Sea, which is a really fun account that goes beachcombing. And so a lot of times they like take pictures of toys that have washed up at the like fallen off of shipments. Mm -hmm. So we go on Star Wars Day, a beachcombed Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) he's so uh, so smooth so
1: a lot of the things they find have been weathered by the water and Uh the sand and they posted this picture of um how do they i mean i can
0: tell it's obi-wan because i had that toy but how do they know it's obi-wan because he has no facial features they typically
1: ask a lot if um uh they they typically ask quite a bit if uh like, they'll, they'll post on Twitter. They're like, does anyone know what this is? And someone's like, I, see. I know. And so here's the thing. They go, still remember the day we found this figure. It drifted past as we stood in the water.
0: That's so good. <laughs> it's just a video of yeah. this. Like, most of the <laughs> toy is still intact, but his face has been... Is all weathered. the paint is gone. And, like, almost all... He's got, like, a nose and a little bit of his eyes left. Yeah. He looks like in The Matrix when uh, Neo's mouth just totally closes... <laughs> It's a very horrifying. <laughs> I think there's also a moment like that in um, the movie uh, Doctor Sleep, where like ca- a character, uh, yeah. all their features are just gone. Yeah.
1: Also, another Obi Wan. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Exactly. The Dean McGregor film. Um, this is my final meme. Oh, I have this, this is a this is a very pixelated image. It's very clearly one of those images that get posted around on Facebook. That's like, what this this meme could very easily have a minion on it. Um, it, but someone has posted their own text over one part of it it says okay so there's this thing called real droid hours and me and my girls well we've gone pro (laughs) real droid hours that's this (laughs) podcast i like this this meme specifically for this podcast welcome to real rebels and robots hours
1: i've got a couple more uh qui-gon and maul waiting for the force field
0: oh wait, i do have one more actually Uh, i forgot oh okay Qui Gon and Maul waiting for the force. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's, the, it's that infamous gif of that guy who's like on a talk show and he blinks and he opens it up like, yeah, What? I,
0: I could be totally wrong on this, but I think he's a creator of MySpace. I
1: think. Oh, really? I could <laughs> Anyways, be super wrong It's one wrong of my favorite gifts, but so the there's like two images mirrored next to each other, tinted red. And the one on Qui Gon has his eyes shut because Qui Gon. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that and, is funny. And the other one with the eyes open is Maul. It's very funny. What's your last one, camera? Okay.
0: Uh, oh, there's an additional layer to this that's funny. The Star Wars. I did not realize the first time I saw it. Oh, let me put my audio on. This is going to be another one. Okay. This is
1: one of my favorite Transformers memes, and it's Star Wars.
0: <laughs> oh, dang it. The audio didn't turn up this second.
1: Hey, that was just like the first episode of Star Wars Visions,
0: which uh-huh. was really quiet. All right, Ezra, for the record, stay what you are. Bumblebee? All right, let's see you transform. Whoa! <laughs> Record, so first Steve. off the kid's name is Ezra Oh, uh, but he's got in a bumblebee costume and his dad asks him to transform he just literally just lays on the ground Look, face
1: down Cameron, I'm <laughs> just saying if I have a kid and I name him Ezra you can't say anything
0: <laughs> I uh, I forgot that I wanted to, to good uh, name. Good I wanted name. to preface this video with behind the scenes from the new Transformers film oh. <laughs> anyways that's my last meme
1: uh, my therapist Honda Onaka isn't real he can't hurt you uh-huh. Honda Onaka <laughs>
0: Oh, he's a Honda with <laughs> H- H- hondo's facial features on it. Yeah. Ooh, that is <laughs> uncomfy.
1: It's really well done. Um,
0: <laughs> got another one i've showed this one before Oh, we did
1: okay my <laughs> do it, bad. it again was, it's
0: worth showing it's funny it's
1: picture of another speaking of star wars hot wheels i've actually um,
0: been waiting for us to do a duplicate meme i, I can't believe it hasn't happened honestly before. i was like it was it, was it was so a m- matter of time
1: um uh, no time to explain getting the car car binks
0: and it's a binks hot wheel it's not just a georgia binks hot wheel it's a car that is just his face said,
1: <laughs> um are you a jedi and son
0: oh my god
1: it's it's like that poorly drawn stickman meme of are you winning son but it's dinjarin and grogu with the jedi rock in season two.
0: Oh, that's good i like that um
1: okay i have one more and i made this one and i would like for you to read it speaking of simpsons
0: oh so we have all the simpsons the 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 classroom looking at bart and it says rebels and robots, listeners and Rachel. And says, "Say the line, Cameron." Cameron is Bart. We can finally watch Transformers G One for the podcast, and everyone cheers. <laughs> that's really funny. Thank you for making I've that. Been that's thinking great. About
1: that for a while because I is funny. I think it's very funny. <laughs> Anyways, sixteen episodes later, we finally watched it. So that's what made me think of it. Um, so that's really all I got.
0: That's well, it. this was a fun episode. We had a lot of news, a lot of good mix of Transformers and, and Visions. and We'll
1: have more Jedi Survivor knowledge next week when I actually sit down and play it more. Uh-huh.
0: Um, as always, thank you to Caleb Jacoby for our intro and outro music. Props to Rachel for our artwork and our amazing Twitter account.
1: Props to Cameron for editing all of this.
0: Uh, give us something to read in the pod. Leave a review, tweet or DM us a meme or something. Um, tell us what you did on May the 4th. Uh, see if you do anything fun Did you
1: wear your star wars shirt
0: um if someone wants to write in and tell us what um we totally forgot today there was two other things that two other pieces of star wars animation release that we just don't want to oh. watch jedi young jedi academy young
1: jedi adventures
0: which is pretty much a disney junior show and until we hear that there's something relevant in there we're not uh, no interest in watching it. And They also released a
1: Cameron shot down that idea real fast.
0: No, and they also released a Simpsons Star Wars oh, almost
1: rogue or rogue almost one.
0: Yeah, and it's it's uh, Maggie the baby. We've had don't a lot to watch of Simpsons references. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyways, uh, if you watch either of those, give us a review. Um, we would love to know what you think of it because we don't want to watch it. <laughs>
1: we know people with nieces and nephews who might watch it.
0: Be our nostalgia critic. Watch it so we don't have to. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, I'm pretty sure the Autobots killed all the Decepticon females. <laughs> or
1: oh, they just didn't join them.
0: <laughs> or that. Good night everyone. Um, hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. Oh my gosh! Bless you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if Mike picked this up, but Cameron sneezed. The right after Cameron <laughs> sneezed, so did Athena.